Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving higher in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving higher. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast Markets with Chip Nellinger. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron. For the past 100 years, for more information, go to axontire.com. If you would like to get a free pair of deerskin leather work gloves, go to send an email to marketingaxontire.com and they will send you a free pair in your into the mail and they'll get them to you. Just tell them Moving Iron, Pod, Moving Iron Podcast sent them to you. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs at Valley Transportation. Our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks, their Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management as an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership create connected customer experience and transform how you do your work today chip is with uh uh man chip almost forgot who you're with there for a minute blue reef agri-market and i'm morton illinois chip it's nice to come on talk about what's happening in the marketplace chip how you been man i'm doing well casey how about you i'm doing doing better than me sounds like i Uh, I don't know i was was thinking about those Deerskin leather work gloves. I mean, that's kind of an oxymoron. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do much work in a deerskin leather glove. They keep your hands buttery soft that way. So I guess so, man. That sounds nice. Yeah. I might have to. I might have to forge your name on there and my address. Have them send me a pair. <laughs> just, just send a. Uh, I got to do an email. Marketingaxontire.com. I'll get you some right there in the mail. Okay, I'm going to do that. There you go. They have a couple of weeks. Wait, I'll wear wait. them on the podcast and I'll show them off. There you go. Well, in a couple of weeks, you're probably going to need them where you're at because you're you're bumping up against November and that November weather in the uh, Midwest and where we're at here now is is creeping up on that time where we're looking for that first snow chip. So I guess taking a look at what's going on right now, how how is harvest going in your area? Um, it seems like 
the weather's really cooperating for the most part across the uh, the entire Corn Belt. So I guess what are some of the reports you're hearing out there? Yeah, it, it really has been, um, <clears throat> you know, an ideal fall so far. It's been going a little bit slow. A lot of people have been finishing up beans in here. <clears throat> um, right where we're at, kind of the, you know, uh, called the Interstate 74 corridor that kind of runs from the Quad Cities uh, all the way over to Indianapolis, uh, right through Peoria here. Uh, it's kind of the cutoff. You get south of here and, and they've had, uh, you know, they're a lot further along. You get an hour north of here. And they're just kind of finishing up beans um, and getting a start on corn. We had two hard frosts in a row here earlier. You talk about the weather. It's been a little bit crazy. Uh, we actually did have some snow that uh, didn't stick around, but it it kind of stuck a little bit. Uh, earlier this week, we got down into the upper 20s. And uh, here tomorrow, we're going to be up uh, near 80. So uh, Mother Nature is, uh, you know, kind of throwing us a little bit of a curveball. But uh, harvest is moving along. Yields have been uh, really good. Uh, people are pretty pleased with their bean yields um, and, you know, really pleased with corn yields uh, around here. So corn, um, you know, coming off like slowly drying down. I think these frosts that we've had maybe going to, um, you know, help move that along a little bit. Um, so it's, uh, it, it, it's going, but it, it's going to be a, a slow process. Still a lot of corn out there. <clears throat> the river now is kind of messed up with the Mississippi yeah. river situation, backing everything up. Um, you know, upstream, so to speak. And, uh, so a little bit of a problem right now, cause a lot of places aren't taking beans. There are still just a few beans left in the field. Uh, a lot of places aren't taking beans kind of running out of storage. Uh, so we're getting, um, you know, some logistical problems because of the Mississippi river, but, uh, harvest is moving along. Still going to be uh, a few weeks here. I mean, there's a lot of people in the Northern third of Illinois won't be finished up till, uh, closer to Thanksgiving. So it's, uh, it's been a slow, slow process here, but uh, big yields overall. Right on. So the Mississippi River thing, the ripple effects that you're going to see across that, do you expect to see some increase in basis because of that? Or do you feel like that's just going to work itself out as as more train traffic or whatever gets stuff to to ports further south and, and on the west coast? Yeah. So so some of some of all of the above. <clears throat> it's it's really a strange year um in a lot of different ways. Um A you have the whole drought situation in the in the southern plains, you know, up through the Panhandle, Oklahoma, Kansas, uh, that area. Uh, you know, just a, really a corn deficit, corn in, in all feed um, a deficit this year. You got the Mississippi River, uh, obviously lowest levels uh, ever <clears throat> over here, and and you know all up the upper Mississippi. It really has affected basis. Uh, I mean, we've seen basis, you know, uh, worsen by forty to sixty cents. Over the last three weeks, as they had these uh, problems on the Mississippi River, it's really strange over here. I, I couldn't figure it out for a minute, and I think I, I have it figured out a little bit. <clears throat> so our processor market, uh, the ethanol side, is still really strong. So I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, with the, with the rivers, you know, weakened up by 30, 40, 50 cents, why is the ethanol market so strong? I think part of it is the the train volume. They're not getting the train corn that they normally would it's uh because of the logistic situation it's moving to uh the the plains and it's bypassing these eastern corn belt um you know ethanol facilities which normally would be getting train corn in the train corn's moving further west and so that leaves the ethanol plants scrambling a little bit so uh it's a very dynamic situation uh and, and a little bit of a head scratcher so we've definitely seen the mississippi river um worsen up the basis in a lot of areas the problem now is i don't see a real 
quick fix with that. Um, you know, you look at the most recent drought map. I mean, we have a serious problem developed here. It, it doesn't necessarily matter right now for corn and beans, but this coming spring and summer, if, uh, if we don't see some relief there, it, it's, it's really going to affect things. And it's already affecting things on the wheat side. Um, you know, the, the Southern plains just, they just get high. what is this? The fourth going on the fourth year in a row. I mean, they just, uh, can't buy a break down there. Yep. So speaking of the weekday, that was next thing I was going to come to yet. Looking at this whole black sea, um, passage of, of safety for, uh, you know, Ukraine to get products out of the black sea that's set to expire here at the end of November. Um, you know, yesterday Russia was like, ah, I don't know. If I mean, it may, what, I don't know if we're going to do this or not. They're not going to redo it or not. And then you got Turkey's president, uh, Erdogan coming out saying, Hey, don't worry about it. There's no reason that this won't happen. We're going to make things happen. Things are good to go. How is the market reacting to that information? Cause it feels like they've got some of it baked in and then there's some of it that are pretty sure that, you know what, this is, this is going to happen. So we're going to keep trading this way. What's some of the, some of the feel you're getting from that, that kind of news coming out of the black sea. Yeah. I think it's contributing to, uh, this yo-yo action that you see in, in wheat, you know, over the, uh, yeah. the past couple months, we've seen a $2 rally in wheat. And then here in the last yep. three weeks, we've seen a dollar break in wheat. Uh, you get multiple stories on that daily. I think the market's getting a little bit weary of it. Um, I'm surprised that the whole export corridor happened to begin with, um, no, I too. would have yeah. bet a lot of money that never happened. Um, I think it's, uh, my brain tells me that it would be easy to not renew that agreement. So I think the market's waiting um, to for more information and uh, it, it's going to greatly affect corn and wheat. Um, you know, the, the weird thing is it's, it's bouncing this wheat market around daily with this. It's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. Yeah. But um, quite honestly, they've they've exported more corn out of there than than wheat, and um, so it's going to affect both of those markets in a big way. And I I just don't know which way it's going to go. I don't. I get a sense over the last two weeks that you know this Russia's taken a, a much more aggressive stance. They're now bombing, uh, you know, civilian uh, targets again. They, they've bombed. Um, you know, some export, uh, and, and sunflower crush facilities, uh, that really got the soy oil market fired up. So uh, it's going to greatly affect the markets, but it's an absolute coin toss right now as to whether that thing's going to uh, be renewed or not. And, um, you know, it's really causing a lot of volatility because it's, it's exactly like you said, you know, one day it's, it's on the next day it's off Turkey's sitting there trying to broker the deals, you know, and now they're going to get a huge, uh, uh, natural gas, uh, export hub, uh, from a pipeline uh, coming out of Russia. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of self-interest that's happening, um, in a lot of different, uh, ways yeah. right now that's driving this yeah. thing and it's hard to predict. Yeah, very much so. Um, <clears throat> ship over to take a look at the hog market real quick. So China's made, they've kind of pulled the curtain back a little bit. They're, they're, they're talking about, you know, they've got an, an incredibly high hog price right now inside of China. I mean, cause obviously their supply is not where it's at. They're telling their, their, uh, farmers, Hey, sell more hogs, sell more hogs, sell more hogs. And they can't sell more hogs because they don't need more hogs to sell. Um, 
they're just clamoring for more for more pork, more pork to hit the markets and those kind of things. How much longer do you think that is before the Chinese just come in and buy a whole bunch of of, of U.S. hogs as much as they don't want to? Well, very quietly, Casey, uh, for five, six weeks now, they've been back into, uh, you know, buying U.S. pork. Uh, not to the size they were, say, <clears throat> six, nine uh, months ago, but they have very quietly been in there every week for U.S. pork. So uh, I think that's part of the reason that uh, our hog market is, has taken off. A, we haven't expanded as, as much because of labor and, you know, construction costs sure. and the inflation there. Right. So we haven't uh, expanded our numbers here, and I, I think this, um, you know, export demand has been pretty good, and China's been a big part of that. So <clears throat> you could probably go back to the whole uh, ASF thing, and you know, they said, "Oh, we've rebuilt our hog herd; everything's great." Obviously, you know, you can't believe anything, um, or shouldn't believe anything that leaves their mouth uh, over there as it relates to the markets or anything really. And, and so, likely, they just. You know, they, they didn't build back the hog herd as much as they wanted the world to believe or or B, they're still having uh, ASF issues over there or maybe combination of both. So I think it's a big deal. And, and we've seen a big a big rally in hogs um, partially because of that, uh, partially because the cash markets, uh, you know, come back to life. You got next summer hogs, you know, back over 100 bucks, um, really pretty historic high levels and you know that's maybe one of the bright spots in uh, uh in the ag world right now is uh, this hog market um you know for the next year looks pretty good because supplies are going to be pretty tight and you know uh call it kind of the recession proof uh you know protein source because it's generally a little bit cheaper and if you still have that export demand in the rest of the world mexico uh, has been a big buyer china's still been in there and uh, i think the hog market not that it's it's proved we're going to have ten fifteen dollars swings uh, throughout this thing. It's going to be a roller coaster, but um, fundamentally, uh, the hog market looks pretty bullish out in here, especially out into next summer. Yep. So cattle on feed report comes out today. Um, that cattle cattle on feed report the last couple of weeks has been has been very very friendly to the market. We see here with the number of actual. <sighs> Head out there that that are being um, being processed through the system. You know, start looking at at slaughter numbers and what that looks like. And each week, they seem like they get a little more than what the week before. Um, cattle prices staying high. We're seeing you know we saw some sharp drop offs last week, but I mean we've seen a nice rebound back this week, Chip. So looking at that cattle market, what are your thoughts there? And and rebuilding that herd is going to take a long time from what has been depleted down to. Yeah, it really is. And and we're we're not to the end of the liquidation phase yet on the breeding stock, unfortunately. <clears throat> we're gonna need to see now one bright spot is that uh there are there are some rains on tap for portions of the of the panhandle yeah. up through Oklahoma and Kansas. So uh one rain's not gonna fix three years of drought, uh, but maybe that's a step in the right direction. Um so I, I think more of the same for the Catalan feed. Um, you know, I, I think the numbers are probably gonna be on the high side. I think it's something with uh, the the liquidation of the breeding stock for the last couple of years has kept more pounds of meat on the market. It's probably held us, even though we've had a nice rally, you know, we're sitting here in the mid to upper 150s out here in the winter and spring um, contracts. And um, if we can, it's a big if, <clears throat> if we can get some better rain, get pastures healed up a little bit 
and get people restocking, um, you know, the cow herd, that's when things get really bullish out there. You would have, myself included, I would have thought that would happen by now, but unfortunately the drought's still there. Um, hopefully these rains they're supposed to get, uh, or maybe the start of some, some better moisture, uh, coming and, and, uh, Again, just like the hog market, um, you know, you can make an argument that uh, things look really friendly for the for the cattle side out there. Um, we got this potential recession that we've got to deal with. Um, we're likely already into one, although, you know, it, it might be six, four months before they finally officially say, uh, oh, we're in a recession. Um, but it's 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 already out there, most likely. And, and so we got to get through that. But livestock sector. Other than high feed costs, obviously that's a problem. Uh, things look uh, really pretty friendly out there to me fundamentally um, at this stage of the game of both hogs and cattle. Right on, man. There's a lot of stuff going on uh, on that protein side for sure. So, well, Chip, hey, good stuff as usual. Folks, I want to reach out to you and get more information about what it is that you've got going on at Blue Reef Market. Market. What's the best way to do that? Yeah, best way is just call our office, 309-550-7213, and uh, we'd love to chat with you. I know it's a busy time of year with harvest, but uh, if you're sitting in the tractor wondering about the markets and what your risk management plan uh, should be, don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to chat with you. Right on. A lot of moving parts in the uh, market right now, especially when you start looking at dollar strength and inflation. I've never, I've never, wow, seen, I've never seen so many moving parts. It, it really is. It really is challenging out there. It seems like I say that every year, but it it just uh, outside markets, the dollar and crude oil and, and the war going on and recession and a lot of things outside of just supply and demand and fundamentals of grain and livestock markets are really pushing and pulling right now. Yeah. So make sure you get a hold of Chip, talk about that plan because you need one right now, especially heading into prepaying and looking at your input costs for next year. There's a ton of moving parts there so chip appreciate you being on the podcast man you bet thanks for having me on casey all right on i'm casey seymour with moving iron podcast make sure to check me out on facebook twitter and instagram at moving iron llc you can also go to linkedin at moving iron podcast and check out the moving iron podcast youtube channel where you can see the video version of this very podcast live and at your fingertips right there so with that uh for more information go check out moving iron for everything moving iron related i know it seems like it's a fair bit away but september will be here before you know it september 11th through the 13th is the uh moving iron summit nashville tennessee the good people at axon have uh offered to pay 50 dollars of your registration fee by just simply putting in axon when you guys check out there so if you're interested in doing that very very worthwhile doing that so with that i'm casey seymour which at now smart folks Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. 
TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century.